Right, it is media mess that is distracting marketers from being marketers. That's our hypothesis today. Uh, and it's been prompted actually by quite a lot of stuff that we've been exposed to in the last yeah. couple of weeks. Um, just turning to hint at you know, this crappy media supply chain and you know, the quality of advertising, state of advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing that's been maybe an indicator of some of these problems is some bad results that are coming out of right. kind of content businesses and publisher businesses. We've had uh, BuzzFeed and Vice both issue kind of warnings. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to miss their targets. Right. Mashable, uh, you know, really big, very famous content business has just been sold for 20% of it, the value that it had about 18 months ago. Um, and then Oath laying off about 500 staff. Now these are ad-funded businesses, but they seem to be struggling. So, yeah. so something's kind of going on, something's going wrong. Another thing that we saw this week was um, Group M publishing a brilliant report called The State of the Video, yeah, really which good. was um, critique on how consumers view advertising. And, yeah. and their, their conclusion was that we're becoming far more intolerant yes. towards advertising. Um, you know, the, probably the biggest indicator of this is the, the upsurge of ad blocking technology, so, yeah. especially on mobile. So that's 30% up. Uh, since last year, yeah. so consumers blocking advertising on mobile. Yeah, so I mean, that, that's a well-known kind of uh, you know, indicator, perhaps, of you know, the, the, the state of advertising, yeah. uh, is that nobody really likes it. Sure. Um, another thing that, that we read about, and it's hard to find data which really, or studies that really look into the attention um, that we pay to advertising, mm-hmm. because the hypothesis is now that we are so distracted by other things and we have the opportunity to, to pay less attention to advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Harvard Business School report, the data is a bit old because it ends, in, ends about kind of four or five years ago, um, but it shows a marked decline over the previous kind of decade and a half in the attention that we're paying to TV ads, yeah. uh, even just TV ads at the time. And, and uh, you know, even those that are watching TV ads, if they have the ability to fast forward yeah. and get through them. Then 90% we see uh, actually yeah. are, are doing so. Yeah. So people are avoiding advertising, closing out of advertising. I mean, it's just it's a pretty you know this is probably well understood, mm-hmm. but it's it's uh, you know the experience and the quality of advertising is is really kind of at a low point. Yeah. Uh, now that could be a reason that we've had such ex- or seen such success in ad-free content models. You know, not least Netflix, yeah. HBO was really the kind of the, probably the big mm-hmm. first. Uh, bastion of that, Netflix, uh, Amazon Video now kind of following suit, which haven't carried uh, advertising. Although there were rumours last week that that was going to change. When That's right. Amazon Prime suggested that they were going to perhaps have uh, an ad model, a version of uh, Amazon Prime that was going to be carrying uh, advertising. Yeah. But I think they've disputed that. Well, they've, they've denied that that's going to be the case. But that was another thing that really kind of got us, got us interested in thinking about this idea. You know, Amazon Prime... Uh, again, it's like, you know, you pay for Prime Video, you pay in much the way the same you do with Netflix to have an ad-free experience. That, there's a cost that goes with that. Um, now, Amazon have denied that they're going to launch a Prime model that's free but carries ads, uh, but we wouldn't be surprised if, if, you know, somewhere along the line that, that becomes the case, whether that's, yeah. you know, Apple, TV, Apple or Netflix or Amazon, one of those to have an ad model that gives you access for free. And that's where it becomes interesting because advertising then becomes a tax for people that aren't prepared or cannot pay the monthly subscription to get the content. Absolutely. Um, Now, 
advertising is a tax that poor people pay, was the words of Scott, of Scott Galloway. Um, and it's a really interesting concept because it starts to put the whole advertising industry in, in, uh, you know, in some kind of perspective. If you think that advertising is a kind of an irritating yeah. experience That's right. now, and that those that can afford to do it will pay to remove themselves from having to be exposed to advertising, mm. um, and those that can't have to endure advertising. And we've seen it, you know, Spotify's yeah. early versions of Spotify, I think they still run a kind of an ad-funded model. Um, uh, you know, Facebook obviously carries advertising with this implied deal that you make as a Facebook user, yeah. which we talked about, but, uh, you know, where you get access to it for free. But that's a terrible state of affairs, right, for the, for the, the marketing industry. Yeah. You know, if only the people that are going to be watching your ads are those people that are either ambivalent towards advertising or become resentful of the advertising that they're seeing yeah. because you know, they're not willing to pay for a non-advertising model, yeah. then you know, that, that, is, that is kind of the end, I think, yeah. of kind of advertising. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that, that kind of two sides of the coin, it's either a tax that people pay uh, or it's the price that you pay in giving up like data, for example, it's a price you pay to get access to some yeah. kind of utility. Um, in both scenarios, Advertising is not playing a very positive role, so that's the real challenge, right? Yeah. That you're talking about. Yeah, and it's and it's not playing a positive role because it's not relevant, and generally speaking, the advertising isn't very good. Yeah. So I think one of the key questions is why has there been such a lack of attention from marketeers on mm. creating, uh, you know, truly memorable, great advertising yeah. as there once was, yeah. and but and you know, I think some of the blame for that, if not all of it, can be placed on media's shoulders. Right? Yeah, it's well, that was our hypothesis. Well, it is. Yeah. But it, you know, it's been so confusing, so complicated. Yeah. Uh, it has promised so much, and yeah. I actually think it's been a massive distraction for marketeers, mm. and they've kind of focused all of their attention on, uh, you know, the, the the wonderful things that media promises. Yeah. And they've actually taken their eye off some of the quality and the craftsmanship of creating truly great advertising. Yeah, true. Um, and so I think because you know audiences have fragmented although probably not as far as we think. You know, it's not like everybody's only in their own media. There's still mass viewing opportunities or mass consumption opportunities. You know, there's the danger that a marketer spreads the message too thin or yeah. it becomes too vanilla, um, ironically, because it should be more relevant, more targeted, Absolutely. you know, more appropriate to, to, you know, to fulfill David Ogilvy's great promise about advertising. Yeah. Um, but that means that the quality, you know, instead of making, mm. as you, we were saying before, you know, when you had a few TV spots you had to fill, you knew you had to make your ad really good to stand yeah. out. You know, maybe there's not that emphasis anymore because it's, you know you can connect uh, and maybe it's just got a bit lazy. Yeah, and also I think it's to do with, with money, right? Resources. And, you know, it comes back to Mark Pritchard's kind of craft versus crap. Yes. Kind of big yeah. speech. Yeah, know? exactly. You know, so many marketers have been, been investing and perhaps wasting so much money on the murky supply chain and media yeah. that they haven't had the resources to invest properly behind creating brilliant advertising. Yeah. One of the things that's been quite successful though, it's been really interesting to observe is, is you know, the, the skippable ad, you know, Google's kind of true view uh, upfront kind of pre-roll that you can skip after five seconds mm -hmm. and you're probably very familiar with that. You know, that's a really, that as, a, as, a, as an advertising mechanic is really interesting because it puts the obviously the power totally back to the consumer, which I think these days you have to allow them the control 
we can't block blockers yeah. and we can't avoid skipping ads and we can't avoid less luck of attention. You just have to be, make better stuff. Mm. So you've got to make better quality stuff. But that mechanic of that is really interesting because it encourages you know, the, the creative process to raise the bar to hold attention. Um, and it means that the marketer has to then play within the dynamics of the mm. customer again being in control. So that's really good. I think the premise of having one great ad as your gateway to a piece of content yeah. is, is a really nice idea. You know, it's too much stuff. Instead of doing so much and thin slicing budgets and trying to do everything, what if you just made one great ad and you tried to target that around content that was really of really high quality? You know? And that became an appointment to view. Yeah. And these days we think about it in terms of the Super Bowl, you know, as these kind of appointment to view ads. But, um, you know, we were reminiscing as, as you know, uh, 40-somethings now. Uh, you know, the, you, people used to go to the cinema, used to get there early to see the ad reel right. because that was quite a highlight of, of, mm. uh, of going to the movies. Um, you know, people now obviously turn up bang when the, mm. the film starts to avoid the ads, you know. So the quality's dropped out of it. There's a clear, there's, a, there's potential from a customer side to accept great advertising in Absolutely. response to accessing a utility or a yeah. tool like Facebook, you know, or YouTube or for watching a movie or a piece yeah. of TV content. But when they get it right, you know, the social currency that comes with it, I mean, you just look at John Lewis and the Christmas ads, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, the, you know, when that level of investment and attention is invested in creating great advertising, yeah. then it, it just permeates the, the yeah. you know, people that are out there and yeah. it will work. So our, that was our hypothesis, kind of media mess has distracted marketers from marketing. Uh, what does that mean for media? Well, it just means that going into next year, we'd expect a lot more businesses to be really obsessing about their operating model for media. Mm -hmm. In the way that Mark Pritchard laid out for P&G, others have followed, you know, we think CMOs, marketing directors, uh, will want to get, to cease to be distracted by media mess, mm -hmm. uh, put in place the, the structures and the controls to make that problem kind of go away or improve so that they can focus back yeah. on the craft of advertising uh, and make everything better for everybody. Okay, uh, good week four. The young generals of Group M. Yes. So uh, this week we heard that Rob Norman, the chief digital officer of Group M, uh, is retiring. Mm -hmm. And he's... Uh, Spring chicken is. He's he only is. 59 or something. Well, but he's, uh, he's kind of opening the way for the, the new breed of digital kind of leaders within Group M. So yeah. um, hopefully they'll, they'll step up to the challenge. Yeah. And it's been a bad week for... Well, so I'm going to go with the same story, actually. Uh, so a bad week, given everything that we've been talking about in this episode, which is, you know, the challenges facing the media supply chain, both from the vendor, the agency, and the marketer side, um, you know, it's a shame to lose people potentially like Rob from the business that have, you know, very few people that have that level of, uh, you know, exposure and control uh, and perhaps influence across these different cohorts. And so perhaps the industry needs a little bit more of that kind of leadership. So, you know, you know we wish Rob well, but the timing uh, is maybe not good for everybody else. Okay, question of the week. Has the media mess distracted marketers from being good marketers? Yes, no, whatever. Please vote up there. But that's your media snack for this week. Thank you very much for watching. See you next week.